0: What was I talking about? Last week, what was I talking about? That was the week before. Okay. All right. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. We thank you for the presence of your Holy Spirit here with us because we carry the anointing. We carry the Holy Spirit with us. And Father, we just thank you that today we are open to your Word, we listen to your Word, and Father, we are obedient to your Word. And we thank you, Father, for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Last week, some of the points that came from it, yes, Rach, were? Exodus. What about Exodus? It's the second book of the Bible. That's it. That's it. We need God's presence. And Moses was talking about the Israelites moving up from the wilderness into the promised land. And God had said that he wasn't going to go with them. He was just going to send an angel. Now we're in a different covenant now because we carry the presence of God. But we need to be open to the presence of God going with us. So we're doing a little bit of a recap this morning because there's a point. Because you have, some of you do, but there was an interesting thing that happened last weekend. But I'll get to that in a minute. We need God in our lives daily and also in in our families. I remember remember me talking to you about Joshua falling off the swing set a few years ago. God watching over him and God watching over our family. The near miss on the mountain highway in Taylor's Lakes with Camelo, very early one Sunday morning. Once again, as I said, Sunday. I think God's trying to tell me something. We need the presence of God in our lives. Our lives, our church services, our families could be transformed if the presence of the Spirit of God was allowed to show through us. Church wouldn't be church as we know it if we let the Spirit of God move. Church wouldn't be church if we let the Spirit of God move. Amen. Alright. Last Sunday, I spoke about the presence of God in our families and how important it was. Now, I can tell you roughly the times that sort of happened, but I was on my way home last Sunday after church. My wife rings me and goes, there is a lady here. She's here to install an alarm system. And I've gone, really? That's odd, because we haven't signed up for an alarm system. I can see who knows by the, 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 the cheesy grins on some people's faces that are that are around the place. But so basically what happened was when I got home there is this old Toyota van parked in our driveway. It is uh, drizzling rain, and the lady is inside our house trying to charge up her phone because our f- her phone was flat. Likewise, her, the car battery was flat, so she couldn't start the car. So yes, so the story gets better from there, all right? All right, so I walk into the house and I've gone, all right, what am I in for here? Who have I got? All I've been told is there's a lady in the house who wants to install an alarm. So I've got in there and then she starts talking. That's fine. Her, as soon as I get there, she sort of gets the, the, the one I gets out of the house sort of thing and so she, she packs up her phone and, and moves out to the car to try and get the car going again. That's fine. That was really great because we kept her out of the, I was able to keep her out of the house then. Because, from at that stage, while I had a, my wife and three kids in the house, it's and a strange lady. I don't know who she is. That was okay. So that was really good. What? <laughs> oh, I wasn't there at the beginning. I was. I was driving. Lucky your wife's here. Absolutely. When I
1: came home from church, you just take a seat, down. <laughs> when I came home from church, I could see a white van in our driveway and I could see someone weeding my garden in a pink singlet in the pouring rain. And so I stopped the car, couldn't park in my driveway because she was there and I went up to her and I said, can I help you? She turned around and she was slurring her words and she said, these are the wrong rocks for this garden. And I said, well, my husband put these rocks in and she said, well, you need a double mulch here and they didn't give you double mulch. We don't even have mulch in our garden. Anyway, she said, I'm here to install the security alarm and that's when I said, we don't, we're not getting a security alarm. Are you sure you're at the right house? And she said, yes, this it's. And I said, I shouldn't have put words in her mouth but I said, it's three ever her i raised. She said, yes, that's the house, that's on my paperwork. Still slurring her words in a singlet in the pouring rain. Most of her body hanging out. Anyway, so as I do, I invite her inside to charge her phone. Um, so I took her inside. So you can tell the story from there. That's the part Matt missed and then Matt came in. Sorry.
0: On. Yes. I'll keep the mic just in case. Yeah, you keep the mic. Just, just so you can interject when I, when I miss a bit. All right? When I miss some important details. So the thing with that is, is the fact that as time progressed, the lady said, you know, I need to get my car charged and all that. So I've been an electrician, I've got a, a tester and all that, and I've tested the battery, and it's got a dead flat. It's dead flat. There's not even, not even half a volt in there. We're talking like four millivolts, which is just nothing. So the simple fact was that there was no way I could jumpstart this car. It was an automatic van, so I'm going, by this stage, my family and I are supposed to be on the road going to Geelong to see my cousins off who were going to Perth for two years. And we've got there and we've just gone, okay, let's just see how this goes. So I've gone next door to speak to my neighbour who sometimes comes here on a Sunday morning and just explain to him and say, we're about to leave the house at that stage, I was still planning with the family to go to Geelong. I said, we are planning to leave the house. Can you keep an eye on it for it? We don't know who she is. We don't know why, what for. She's just said, supposedly, she's here to install an alarm. Needless to say, she had given us two business cards, both of which were for two different companies, both on two different sides of the city, one in Sunshine and one in Bentley East. So we then just got there and everything was really, really good. I'd spoken to my neighbour. He said, yeah, fine, just go, enjoy you know, enjoy your, your time away or you know, your away and, and just go. So we got home and V and I just go, well, let's just ring these because at, all during this time I was explaining to her and encouraging to her, ring someone, get some help, ring someone, get them here to give you a hand. I can't help you, but someone else will be able to. Get someone here. Get someone here with a new battery. Da 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 da. da. And she fluffed around and, and took her time. Basically, the upshot was that we rang these business cards, both these numbers rang out. And we're going, okay, all right. After about another five or ten minutes, I said to my wife, what do we do if that van is stolen? So my wife, being the casual laid-back person that she is, rang the police straight away, in like Flynn, and so she rang them and said, Hi, I'm Vanessa, da-da-da-da, we're from here. And um, we've got, we turned up from church and we've got this lady and this van parked in our drive. We can't move, and she went through the whole spiel. Basically, the Mr Policeman said, Yeah we might have a, a unit available to come round and see you. We might have a, a unit available to come round and see you a bit later. But they said, but what's the registration of the van? And so my wife repeats the registration of this van. And then all of a sudden, I didn't, hear, I didn't hear this or know this, but then the tone changed. Mr Policeman goes, yes, we've got a unit on the way right now. Tell your husband to keep her busy talking outside, and we'll be there as quick as we can. I didn't know all this, I found this out afterwards.
1: Can I also interject here? She told me her name was Callie and wrote it down on paper, Callie, someone. And so while I was on the phone to the police, he said, what's her name? And I said, well, she's actually given me her credit cards in the phone that I was charging up in the house. So I pulled it out and it says Sally Wilkinson. And it had pictures of this Sally Wilkinson, I said, I don't know who she is, this is Sally Wilkinson. He says, can you hold the line a minute? And I'm like, okay. And he comes back and he goes, yeah, don't let her go anywhere. I'm like, what are we supposed to do? Mm -hmm. So he says, keep her talking.
0: So basically the upshot of the whole story was that the nice young lady that was parked in our driveway, A, had a stolen van. She was out on bail And you need the presence of God in your families. That's all I need to say. I don't know. I don't care. The blood of Jesus is stronger. The presence of God is stronger. All right? The simple fact is, you don't know who's out there. You need the power of God in your lives. But there is also another point to this. <laughs> yes, all right.
1: We should <laughs> preach together more often, though. <laughs> so you can't get into this bag. Um, the, any, anyway, they ended up with four police officers because they sent two men, but they couldn't frisk her. and oh, It was a bit weird if I offered to frisk her. And so then another set of cars came and two lady officers come out. And... Um, they, they put her in the divvy van. Anyway, right. they got my statement, so I was taking my statement down and Matt went inside to check on the kids because we didn't want to panic them. And then Matt comes outside. Show them what you look like when you came outside, doll. I don't
0: know. I couldn't see. You show them.
1: Well, give me a marshmallow or two. <laughs> Matt came out and he had powder on his nose, white powder, and white powder all <laughs> over his mouth. There you go. Show them. Show them how it's it done. It like this. I so don't know reckoned. what he did with the marshmallow. And I was looking down with the police officer and I look up and I said, Matt, what's all over your face? And he goes, oh, oh, it's just marshmallows. <laughs> <laughs> By this stage, I'm like, "Ah, oh, that's great. Yeah. Two cop cars out the front of the pastor's house. He's got white powder all over his face <laughs> and uh, a stolen car in the driveway. So... It was just your regular Sunday at the pastor's house, so now, but I can see how easy it is to get the marshmallow everywhere. So he bought marshmallows to demonstrate, but so that was our Sunday. She did get taken away and we were protected, but I did have her in the house because I am a trusting person, but that shows the presence. And she's walking around saying, what a lovely home, probably thinking, hmm, what could I take?" But uh, she's back in jail now, so it's all good. And she, and the police officer said, don't worry, she won't remember where you live. She doesn't ever remember who she is. So, <laughs> that was good. Oh, look, my fingerprints show up. <laughs> and the police were lovely. Yep. Yeah. It's all right,
0: my, my message has been hijacked. Eat those! I don't want you snotted-up marshmallows on the pulpit. I thought you were going to bypass me again. <laughs> that's how. It, that, that's pretty much how it looked. So I'm told. All right. I'm glad I didn't get. I'm glad I didn't get two bags. All right. I'm sure the kids will. That's it. So, yes, my wife, my wife had um, great pleasure in getting on the phone and repeating the whole scenario to certain people who were within. Mainly the marshmallows. Oh, absolutely. That was the whole point of the whole story, was everything about the marshmallows. <laughs> Once again, we need the presence of God on us, in us, at all times. We need to be walking in the presence of God. We need to be walking covered in the blood of Jesus. Not marshmallows, all right? Forget about the marshmallows, all right? We need to be in Acts chapter 4, verses 23, please. We'll start at verse 23. Acts Acts chapter 4 verse 23 <laughs> so, Who's on a sugar high? <laughs> <laughs> ha well, You have to you have to take him back to apologize. <laughs> Acts chapter 4 verse 23 And being let go, they went to their own companions and reported all that the chief priests and elders had said to them. So when they heard that, they raised their voice to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them, who by the mouth of your servant David has said, Why did the nations rage and the people plot vain things? The kings of the earth took their stand and the rulers were gathered together against the Lord and against his Christ. For truly against your holy servant Jesus, whom you anointed both Herod and Pontius Pilate with the Gentiles and the people of Israel, were gathered together to do whatever your hand and your purpose determined before to be done. Now, Lord, look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word. By stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus Christ. And when they had prayed, the place where they were all assembled together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. It's all right to have the presence of God and to be moving in that presence of God, but what moves, what joins in with that presence of God and the Spirit of God is boldness. There's no sense having the Spirit of God and then sitting on your hands or sitting at home. We need boldness to couple in with the presence of God and the Spirit of God to allow us to witness to people, to be that living light to people in the world. God dealt with me during the week. That lady was on our premises for an hour and a half, close to two hours. She was in custody for probably close to an hour. But I had an hour with that lady I know I never shared Jesus with her once. I asked for forgiveness. I said, I'm sorry, God. I really messed up there. So when, like I said last week, about the presence of God and about my work, I haven't involved God in my work. Well, this week I'm being being honest with you again. I had that opportunity with that lady who obviously didn't know Jesus, because she was looking for a high or she was looking for something else to to give her a buzz in life except him. I missed that opportunity. It's something we need. Boldness is something we need. If I rely on, and unfortunately... Many Christians, including myself, we have always left it back to the fivefold ministry to do all the work. We have said, that's an evangelist's job. No, it's not. That is their calling and that is their gift. Yes, they have a gift of evangelism. They can go out and they can, they can talk and they can, they can bring Jesus into any conversation. Some of us have to work harder at it, but we are still told to go. We aren't told to wait for them to do it and then we help them a bit later. It says, in your copy of the Bible, to go and preach and teach and signs and wonders will follow you. The presence of God is so vitally important but we need boldness. The church of Jesus Christ is so powerful. We haven't. I struggle to comprehend how much power we have that we just do not know how, what, we, what we're sitting on. Why? Because we don't walk in the presence of God. We don't walk in the Spirit. You get distracted. Please, I just want to encourage you be open to the Holy Spirit, but also. This is a really short message today. I'm going to shorten it right up. I dare you to pray those last verses of that, that's, that segment that we just read. Verses 29 to 31. I dare you to pray boldness into your life. Ask God for boldness. Why? You look at the opportunity that God will give you when you pray for that boldness. The things that will open up before you. It's a wonderful opportunity to see the power of God move in other people's lives. And don't look at me like I get it right. I am being brutally honest with you. I missed a golden opportunity last, Saturday, last Sunday, straight after I'd been up here for half an hour. We're all on this walk together. Okay? Know that the presence of God is so vitally important in our families, in your own lives. But just make sure that you get some boldness with it. Ask God for that boldness. Ask for His boldness. Because the boldness is not in yourself. Many times we look at boldness and we go, oh, that person's just brash. That person's just over the top. Real boldness is when God gives it to you. Boldness is not... And it's not like a crash bandicoot sort of thing. It's not where you just run through everything. It's a boldness where you go, God, I know you're bigger on the inside of me than anything that's out there. I have that confidence because I know you're here with me. And I know this is where you want me to be. Why? Because I'm listening to your spirit, I'm listening to your guidance. So this morning, after my wonderful testimony of uh, the presence of God and, and how important it is to you, I want you this week to look at boldness, because we all need it, and I'm the first one up, all right? Why? Because what you have, they need. They don't know it. And it's like the opportunity that we had we have this afternoon. Don't we, V? You have? Yes, you have. We had an opportunity. We had a chance phone call Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. Yeah, Friday afternoon. Friday lunchtime. And this person is from another church. And they were trying to get hold of another church, not us. Somehow, well, they have our number, but how, how if she ended up ringing me, I have no idea. Basically, it's amazing how God works because there is an opportunity for us to go into the New Age festivals with this team and minister. Now... Many years ago, I heard about a Christian team that was doing that at the big one in the city. Actually, I had no idea of the regularness. What's the word I'm looking for? How often it happens. (laughs) All around the suburbs of Melbourne, these new age festivals, people are out there looking. People are looking in all the wrong places. You know, I always remember people saying, oh, Satan can heal. No, he can't. He can give you a pseudo-healing, but it's not real healing. Only God can heal. Only God can bring life in any situation. Only the Spirit can restore people. People can try and mend themselves but it doesn't deal with any issues. The Holy Spirit, God, is the answer. And I just love how we have these, we had this um, accidental phone call on Friday lunchtime. It's just fantastic. Why? Because it's another opportunity for us to practice our boldness. My wife's going to go first. No, it's, it's something that she's wanted to do for a very long time. So. But um, I, I know I will get an opportunity, and I'm looking forward to it. It's about training ourselves. It's about looking for an opportunity, being aware of the leading of the Spirit, being aware to seeing how God is moving on people's lives. Many times people ask questions, Loaded questions, and you'll divert the, the answer just a little bit, just so you don't have to. I know. I know I did it quite a few times, a, a while ago now. Not with one people, but one person, but over quite a number of people. You know, they say something, and you, and you fob it off, or you change a subject, or something like that. We have the answer. The answer is in here. All right? Don't ever let anyone tell you that this is not relevant to today. There is no one that can tell me that. Why? Because I know it. The presence of God is so so vitally important. And I just sit in awe at last Sunday. And just go, thank you, God. Yes. Do you realize the chances of that woman in her natural coming and parking in Do you know what the chances
1: would be? One in seven million.
0: That's pretty good, isn't it? So God sent her. Yeah. And like you said, you missed Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that's the thing. I don't, you know, it's just, I want you to learn from my mistakes. Please don't ever think I've got it all together. Ask my wife, she'll tell you I don't. (laughs) Ask my parents, they'll tell you I don't. Ask my kids, they'll tell you I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not asking you guys. All right. But I know someone who does. And that's the important thing. It's a walk. I haven't arrived. And um, just for a heads up, neither of you guys, all right? So just letting you know. All right? It's a walk. So with that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word.